The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to Mind Body Pause with Charlie Kale. Holistic living for you and your animals. You found your happy place to nurture your connection to animals with enlightening information from the innovators who make their world a better place. This is Mind Body Pause on Empower Radio. Now, here's your host, fellow animal lover, Charlie Kale. Hello and welcome to Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. This is show number 22, Deep Dive into Past Shows, round three. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Charlie Kale, a passionate dog and cat mom, broadcaster and Reiki practitioner in San Francisco at Energy Healing for People and Pause. I do distant healings as well as in-person appointments because energy transcends space and time. And you can find out more of that at charliekale.com. It's spelled C-H-A. A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com. This is your safe place to honor animals. And my animals know it. <laughs> my one cat is beside me snoring right now. <laughs> we nurture their connection and our connection to them mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and metaphysically. My goal is to dispel myths, bring about awareness, enlightenment, and even uncover scams that cost you in the wealth and health of your animals. We're going to combine all of those and expand our field of consciousness by stretching it in all directions. And that is what happens each time I do a show. My consciousness is expanded by the information that each guest is so generous in sharing. I never have enough time to get to it all. In fact, I even run out of time when I do these deep dive shows. But even if you heard the original show with the guest sharing his or her knowledge, it's amazing how much great information falls through the cracks and gets lost or forgotten, even for me. So this is the third roundup of wrap-ups of great stuff from each guest. Here in part three, we are revisiting Getting Guidance from the Wisdom of Horses with Jess Campmans, Healing in the Quantum Field of Animals with Alicia Evans, Exploring the Spiritual Life of Animals and Their Connection to People with Elena Manis, and the Treatment of Animals in Hollywood, Volunteering at a Big Cat House, What We Learn from Fostering Animals, and How Zombie Cats Rule the World with Dana Fredstee. So let's pop the cork and get this party started. Show number nine. Horse Wisdom Guidance with Jez, Jess Campmans, an intuitive energy guide and soul wisdom channel who works through her Butte Morgan horses to help you find your own soul's path and authentic self. Her business is called Guided by Equus at JessCampmans.com. That's J-E-S-S-C-A-M-P-M-A-N-S.com. Jess connects with her horses to help you be your best and reach your authentic self for your highest good. Horses have a completely different energy and have their own unique herd energy. Animals are here to help us become our best version of ourselves. Horses embody freedom, pride, beauty, grace, and deep wisdom. 
They connect with us as well as with their herd to offer extra levels of energy, whether energetic healing or advice and wisdom. They're here to carry us into the next domain, that next level of existence. They want to hold that space for us and help bring us into the next place that we're meant to go within ourselves. Well, within the first few minutes of the show, talking with Jess, and I mean literally, it was like within the first two minutes, we had proof of that connection, and it was astounding. Jess said that one of her horses, a horse named Surf, was coming through with a message for me. She said that Surf was saying that I need to create space for that heart connection for myself, that I feel like I'm taking on the weight of the world with my animals and their health, and even with this show and the message I wanted to have and the information I want to be able to get out to everyone. It's all done out of love, but I'm pressuring myself too hard. Well, of course, in a podcast, you can't see my face, but my jaw dropped. I asked her, is Surf the same horse as the one that she has named California Surf? She was really surprised that I knew the horse's full name and said, yes. I explained that before the show, I'd been looking at a different website that Jess has where she had pictures of her Butte Morgan horses. I'd been flipping through about 20 pictures in her photo gallery, and I stopped at a horse named California Surf. I told him his hair looked like a surfer dude and he was very handsome and that it was time to go and get a hold of the studio and do the show. The fact that this horse and I had connected and now he had a message for me that was dead on was just mind blowing. There was no way Jess would have known that I'd been looking at her horses on a different website and that I had connected with her horse, California Surf. I'm still blown away by it. Just says the horses want us to be in our body and be in the present moment. Just be, be present with ourselves. Be aware. Notice what we notice around us and then allow it to become part of our experience so we can live in the flow. The less attached we can be to the outcome, the easier the flow will be. Be an observer and let go of being attached to the outcome. Fight for the light, stand for the truth of who we are. Our animals make sure we walk our talk and live it every day of our lives, be true to ourselves and our belief systems, but with compassion. So walk in the truth, but in the deeper field of compassion. Jess said that just by being in a space of open receptivity, such as this show, our energy takes the information in as it needs for our highest good. It elevates our vibration. It lifts us up. Out of the lower vibration of worry and fear and other negative feelings. I mean, if if we don't remember the information we just heard, if it resonated within us, we still took in that energy. That was really important to me. And I had to go back and listen. Thank goodness you could do it with a podcast. I had to go back and listen a couple of times to really get that. Get it in my body as well as in my head. If we don't catch all the information we hear In our minds, if it was on a high vibration and it resonated within us, our bodies took in the energy of it anyway, our guts, our hearts, and elevated our vibration for our highest good. I asked Jess how to stay open and in a high vibration when something horrible happens to an animal. Either we lose them or we learn of abuse and suffering. She said the level of personal trauma we are holding is reflected in our animals because they can let it go and they know how to leave. They choose to come in the form that they are in while they're here 
and they are not attached to that form. They're not attached to staying. They are perfectly fine with transitioning. They also are not attached to the trauma either. They can let that go. They hold on to it when we hold on to the story of the suffering and the trauma and the abuse. By retelling that story over and over, we're keeping ourselves and our animals in that vortex of sad, traumatic energy. Jess says, horses are here to show us a better way. There's an old saying that she said from some past famous horsemen, quote, the horse is never wrong. That means that what the horse is showing you is an invitation to go about something in a different way. There is never just one way to do something. There are always alternatives. Jess, Jess's final bit of advice was that the animals really want us to stay grounded in the present moment because that's where we find answers to everything we need. For example, drop into your body right now and only be aware of what is going on right now at this moment. All the unpleasant things we worry about are not here right now in this present moment. It is just being. And horses want us to learn to just be. Find out more from Jess and her Butte Morgan horses at Guided by Equus at JessCampmans.com. Show number 10, Playing in the Quantum Field with Animals with Alicia Evans, energy medicine practitioner at animalhealer.com. That's animal H-E-E-L-E-R.com and inventor of a humane harness system at walkinsync.com, walkinsync.com. First, let's talk about how important a proper collar and harness is to a dog's physiology. Alicia created and invented the walk-in-sync dog walking system, a humane harness that keeps your dog's neck and body in alignment. And this has transformed the lives of over 18,000 dogs. If you thought choke chains, prong collars, or shock collars were how to be able to control your dog, no, <laughs> that's the worst thing possible. Alicia explained that when you pull on their neck, you're damaging tissue and cartilage. Think of it like a cardboard box. A cardboard box is sturdy until one side starts getting some dings in it, then the whole box collapses. It's the same idea. The cartilage in the throat is hollow like a cardboard box. When you pull on their neck, they could end up with a collapsed trachea on the front of their neck, or it could pull out their cervical one vertebrae in the back of their neck. Also, they could get eye damage, digestive problems, muscle imbalances, or even have a leg go lame. German shepherds are notorious for having cervical vertebrae misaligned through pulling, and this causes the back end of the body to shut down. The walk-in-sync dog training system makes sure that the body stays in alignment and is available at walkinsync.com. On to the quantum healing. Many diseases, that's dis-eases, are energy imbalances that have formed in the body before the physical symptoms ever shown up, ever show up. And when you're able to address the root cause of why they showed up, you're able to restore your animal's health at a much deeper level in much less time. Diving in the quantum energy field, it becomes apparent that everything is energy. Everything is connected. And because things start in the energy field first, 
they are causing physical or emotional symptoms that haven't shown up yet. Alicia spent years practicing. I shouldn't say it like that. She's not that old. (laughs) She spent years practicing Qigong and learned how to train her energy and then harness it. She did start very young to then harness it to be able to use it. It doesn't come from a book. It comes from connecting within that quantum energy field and trusting that inner knowing. Your mind is not your first brain. Your gut is. Your belly, your gut takes in the raw data, then brings it up to the brain. The brain creates structure, but it isn't supposed to take in all that information. That's why we get overwhelmed. You're supposed to take it in through your gut. She said people have so many digestive issues today because of how they take in information. When you take it in through your head, you get just crazy, overwhelmed. You need to take it in through your gut first and let it be fed up to your brain to then process it. Working with animals, Alicia learned, it's not about what she says, it's what she hears. It's not what information that she knows in her head. It's how deeply she can listen. She listens to what the body is telling her in the quantum energy field. She accesses at such a deep level, listens, then acts as a translator to bring out that information. She is deep in the energy field of the animal, finding out what is going on with them physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, to discover what is at the root of the animal's issue, what is the core root of the problem. And she explained what it's like for her. This was so interesting. She said it's, it's like an x-ray machine. She can see the inside of the animal's body. She sees all the bones, the organs, the structures in a blue kind of a light. Then the energy starts informing her where there's an energy blockage or an imbalance. And Alicia has an astounding accuracy rate of what she sees going on and what a vet finds out when they do do an x-ray. She is dead on. She always says, talk to your animal to find out what's really going on. Ask them because they know what's wrong. And when you can tap in. Listen to your gut, and they will tell you. In animals, bodies are connected to behaviors. When they're out of balance, that affects their behavior. When she fixes a blockage in the energy flow, it enhances better behavior. I mean, she's so right, because when you think about it, it's not just animals. When a person is out of balance, in pain, has an energy blockage or a disease, dis-ease of the body, it affects that person's behavior, too. It's with all living creatures. So all need to be in alignment and in balance. Find out more about Alicia Evans and her Walk in Sync dog training system at walkinsync.com. That's walkinsync.com. And about her energy healing and fantastic soul dog medicine course where you can learn to drop down into that quantum healing space within yourself and connect with your own animals and enhance their behavior. It is a life-changing course. Your relationship with your animals and all animals is forever changed. And she offers this course several times a year. You can find that at animalhealer.com, animal, H-E-E-L-E-R, healer.com. And Alicia has a large role in a book about animal communication and energy healing written by an award-winning producer and director who I interviewed in the next show I did. Show number 11, Soul Dog, Exploring the Spiritual Life of Animals with Elena Manis, author of the book, 
Soul Dog, A Journey into the Spiritual Life of Animals. Available everywhere and also at souldogbook.com. The book is an exploration of animal spirituality and the ability of animals to communicate with humans, even in the afterlife. Ellen Elena tells the story of her big, beautiful black standard poodle, Brio, who forever changed her life and helped guide her to who she really is. She relays many instances of animal communication and energy healing and weaves it in a lot of painstakingly done research throughout the book. Reading it, it felt like a documentary unfolding, which made it very enjoyable to read. I loved this book. And that made a lot of sense since Elena actually spent decades producing documentaries and news pieces for several of the major networks as well as PBS. Those stories are pretty interesting throughout the book, including a segment with an animal communicator connecting with Diane Sawyer's dog. The pet psychic ended up being completely accurate with everything she learned from the dog about Diane and her house and her yard. Uh, Diane probably didn't want her dog divulging so much information about her personal life. Another time, Elena was producing a segment on the Belmont Stakes in 2002. She wanted an animal communicator to talk to some of the horses running the race and see what she could find out. Well, nobody was going to let a pet psychic talk to their horse, especially on camera. Now, in 2002, a horse named War Emblem was favored to win the Belmont. He had just won the Kentucky Derby and Preakness, meaning if he won this race, he'd get the Triple Crown. So finally, a trainer of a horse named Surava let Elena film a story with him. Surava's odds were 70 to 1, and that's not 17 to 1. That's 7-0 to 1. The trainer figured, what the heck? I mean, they didn't have anything to lose. So let his horse talk to the pet psychic. Sarava told the psychic that he loved his trainer and his owner very much and that he was going to win the race for them. Everyone was shocked and very dubious. And Elena thought, oh, no, her reputation as a high-level producer is ruined. But sure enough, Sarava came up out of the blue and won the Belmont Stakes in 2002. And you can still watch the astounding victory on YouTube. Back to the dog in this story. Elena adores her dog, Brio, and leans on him um, almost more than he leans on her. She experiences a love and connection like she's never felt before and realizes he's her soul dog. They are pretty much inseparable. Eventually, Brio runs into some health problems and the vets can't figure out what's wrong. So Elena gets him energy healing sessions from the animal healer who we just talked about, Alicia Evans, who works miracles through healing in the quantum energy field. The vets confirmed what they couldn't figure out. And yeah, that's the same Alicia Evans that I was just talking about. I got to tell you, this show, Mind Body Pause, is full of synchronistic events because I did not know about their connection, Elena and Alicia, when I booked each of them to do the show with me. And I sure didn't book them back to back on purpose. I met them both through completely different channels. So it's really another reminder that life is magical. So. After many years of a full life, Brio does eventually make his transition, and she was there holding him the moment his soul left his body. Elena felt the energy, and she swirled with it. It was pretty wild because I was reading her book outside on a quiet, sunny day with one of my cats sleeping in my lap and my two dogs sleeping on their lawn chair when I got to the account of the beauty and the pain of Brio's crossing. Silent tears were streaming down my face. And all of a sudden, my cat jumped up and stared at me. And my German Shepherd 
And my little Chihuahua Terrier just started howling and howling, and I couldn't figure out what triggered them because there was no noise anywhere. Clearly, they felt me feeling the depth of Elena's pain and wonderment. And I truly believe two things. One, they were trying to bring me back to the present and stop taking on someone else's pain. And two, they were trying to remind me of her revelation that when they leave, they won't really be gone. Their energy will stay around me. It was a really powerful moment. And when I told Elena what happened while I was reading that passage, she got chills and was amazed at how clearly they communicated their messages. Elena says she definitely changed as a person thanks to her connection to Brio. She had been a perfectionist, very driven, hard on people she worked with. He brought her to another dimension of reality and existence, awareness and being, and introduced more patience and compassion into her life. And through him, she explored animal communication, the afterlife, reincarnation, and more fascinating subjects that she never would have looked into before. And these are all topics that help with our own issues around mortality, too. Elena went through the highs and lows of life after Brio's passing, and it included many devastating lows in her career field, her housing, her legal problems. Through it all, she held on to her energetic connection to Brio and felt his calm confidence and wisdom guide her through. As she writes, quote, when I connect to Brio, I come back to myself and am reminded how to listen to my own spirit and intuition. Her hope in writing this book is that people will look at animals in a different way, not as beneath us, but as equals and in some ways superiors who have so much to teach us because they do and they are so wise. Also, to follow their lead and through connecting to our animals, open ourselves up to understanding that there's more to reality than our five human senses and that their energy is still around us after they transition. The book is Soul Dog, A Journey into the Spiritual Life of Animals by Elena Manis, available everywhere and also at souldogbook.com. And that's S-O-U-L dogbook.com. Show number 12, Zombie Cats Rule the World with best-selling author Dana Fredsty at danafredsty.com. And that's D-A-N-A-F-R-E-D-S-T-I.com. Why do zombie cats rule the world? Because Dana Fredsty is known for her novels in the dark fiction genre, many of them overflowing with zombies. But Dana makes a promise that in her books, you will never read a gratuitous animal death or killing for shock value. The animals are always saved, and the heroine always goes back in to get the cat. No animals harmed in the writing of her books. In fact, knowing Dana as well as I do, since she is actually a dear friend of mine, I can tell you that many animals were petted and fed and loved during the writing of her books. Dana is also a former actress and sword fighting specialty player, which I call a stunt woman. Dana worked with many horses on films with battle scenes, so I wanted her assurance that horses were never hurt or overly stressed out and were taken care of on the set. She assured me that as far as the sets she was on, they were always well cared for and never injured or pushed beyond their capacity. She even told the story of one movie she did. One of the characters was supposed to stab a tarantula. They had a live tarantula for the acting, but the crew told the executive producer, no way were they going to really kill that poor creature. So, or hurt it. So they built a stunt spider, basically a robot tarantula, to be the one to get killed. And the real tarantula lived a long, happy life with one of the crew members. Dana was also co-producer of an award-winning documentary called Urban Rescuers, 
about feral cats. The film followed the nonprofit group Alley Cat Allies around as they TNR'd, trapped, neutered, and returned feral cats. It showed how TNR is the only effective and humane way to control feral cat populations. Dana pointed out that those who think that capturing all the cats and then killing them is the way to cure the problem, it is not. As she said, nature hates a vacuum. Turns out that when the male cats in a colony are disposed of, unneutered males come in and take over the colonies, thereby creating more cats. And that's not the goal. So the best thing to do is trap them, neuter them, and return them to the colony and slowly reduce its size through attrition. Dana also extolled the virtues of a wild cat sanctuary in Rosamond, California, in the L.A. area called the Cat House, Exotic Feline Breeding Compounds Feline Conservation Center. It's a mouthful. Their website is cathouse-fcc.org, FCC for Feline Conservation Center, cathouse-fcc.org. The Cat House is dedicated to the protection and preservation of the world's endangered felines. They are a breeding zoo and research facility housing over 60 of the world's most endangered species, including leopards, snow leopards, clouded leopards, tigers, ocelots, cougars, lynxes, bobcats, sand cats, and more. In fact, it's the world's only breeding count ground for wild cats that's actually open to the public, and they are very careful with that responsibility. Dana was one of the bouncers for them. Actually, she was a docent and MC and tour guide, but if someone was going to mess with an animal, she'd put those sword skills to good use, or she would have. She volunteered with them for eight years, and they are one of the good ones out there, an organization that is really trying to save the cats and not exploit them for profit. That's cathouse-fcc.org. As a cat mom and foster fail, Dana also talked about the joys of fostering for a local kitten rescue called Perchance. A foster fail is when you foster an animal while waiting for it to be adopted, but you fall in love with it and decide to keep the animal anyway. I mean, it's the best kind of fail there is, and it's hard not to have that happen. The night I met Dana, she'd just gotten some new kittens from Perchance, and I just knew the, the way she was holding them aside. Yep, she was keeping them. Dana and I talked about how fostering is definitely different from adopting an animal permanently, but the rewards are just as great. They're just different. She said she still sheds a few tears when it's time to set a cat or kitten off to its new forever home, but it's such a great experience to get to know a lot of different cats with varied personalities. All animals come into your life for a reason. With fosters, their message for you may be quicker, shorter, a brief reminder of something, but there's still always a message. And we also decided fostering is a huge lesson in the art of letting go. Letting go. That's a hard one. As I mentioned earlier, Dana said, as a writer, many authors make the choice in their stories to harm an animal for shock value. So she makes an ironclad guarantee she will never, ever gratuitously hurt an animal. In her novels, the rule is no animals left behind. Her final words for everyone, have compassion for animals, be responsible till the end, and never, ever take them for granted. More about Dana and her zombie science fiction and dark fantasy novels at DanaFredsty.com. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this deep dive into past shows on Mind, Body, Paws, Holistic Living for You and Your Animals. I'm Charlie Kale. Check out my Reiki business, Energy Healing for People on Paws, for in-person or distant healing sessions for people or animals at charliekale.com. You can find past shows on there, too. Also, you can find them at my page on Empower Radio. And please connect with me on social media. And if any of this information piques your interest, you can go back and listen to the whole show on my Charlie Kale page on Empower Radio. In fact, the podcasts for Mind Body Pause are all over the podcast platforms. Empower app, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, iTunes, Google Podcast apps. It's all there.
Special thanks to Brent Carey, the CEO of Empower Radio, for his love and support. And to Remy Smith at the controls back in the studio in Detroit for holding space for this show in the most comfortable, supportive way. Take care and remember, no matter what's going on with your animals, don't beat yourself up thinking you could have done better because you're doing the best you can. They know it and they chose you anyway and they love you for it. Mind Body Paws is a guilt-free zone. See you next time. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.